0: hey everybody welcome to the pc perspective podcast this is episode 314 being recorded on august 20th 2014 i'm ryan shroud
1: i'm jeremy hellstrom
0: i'm josh Walrath. and i'm alan malventano all right who's gonna make the comment about the number of the episode Um, want some pie pie okay can we all move on now as a group can we all move forward?
2: You had to bring it up. Now there's no. Ken,
0: Ken, Ken had brought no, there's it up. there's no getting times around it. Yeah, you can't show. put it yeah, back
2: in that box. There's some
3: real circular reasoning going on here.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: you see, can't... that's a better. That's see, that's better. Yeah, that's actually you got to think about it for a second. Right, and right. Make sure
2: that, that that joke fits. Yeah, but now that you've said that, there's no unringing that bell.
0: Well, yeah, that's fine. Uh, so this is the podcast for PC Perspective. The website at pcper.com. We do hardware stuff reviews and videos and news and cool things like that so uh uh, if you want to join us live like this is a if you listen to this in audio only i feel like maybe i remind people of this every week but Mm -hmm. if you listen to this audio only and there are many 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 of you that do many more than actually watch the video to be accurate about it uh you may not know that this is an you can get this in video format. If you want to watch this on your TV, if you want to watch it on your laptop or your phone or whatever, you can absolutely do that. Uh, we have the videos embedded at pcper.com podcast. We also record live on Wednesday nights at 10 PM Eastern, 7 PM Pacific at pcper.com live. Uh, we do other things at that live page as well. Other important things. So important. In fact, that you may want to subscribe to a mailing list built specifically for our live productions. And you can sign up for that mailing list at pcper.com/slash-subscribe. And you take you to this page here, uh, and we ask for your name and email only. You sign up. We send you an email. whenever We're going to do a live event. And you can see, like, uh, you can see the schedule here. If you look, you can see this is this is blinking, meaning that we are currently live. Which we are currently live. Unless you're watching this and recording, we may not be live. As we record this, we are live. Uh, notice on uh, there's a new item here on August 22nd um that is uh uh, an nvidia live stream special and i can't really go into more detail than that yet because we're still nailing down exactly what it is
2: that's friday by the way
0: that's friday august 22nd it's going to be at noon uh eastern time which is early for people out on the west coast but right at the end of the workday for people in europe so that maybe would would help with that and it'll Uh, probably be worth watching It'll be worth watching for sure. If you like things in threes, yep. we have some things configured in threes. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I'm not, I'm not talking about SSDs.
2: Triplets? No.
0: Yes. We have three babies coming. Someone out. with a
3: terrible, terrible disease or um, a mutation? Uh,
0: three fingers, or an extra three gift. eyes. So it's it will be Tom Tom Peterson will be here in studio uh, yeah, and I'm he sure we'll talk eyes. about you know, I don't think he has three So eyes. you're going to tap that, right? We are. Uh, and uh, is he
1: bringing eccentricalumbets? Yes. Yes. Oh, now I mean, we're talking three
0: um, we'll talk about. I'm sure we'll talk about some of the controversial stuff again between the kind of bickering back and forth between AMD and Nvidia, GameWorks, G-Sync, FreeSync, uh, all that kind of stuff. And I know that he is excited because we. I think that. That G-Sync monitor is going to be available within the next handful of days, I guess. Uh, And that may be one of the things that there's threes of. So you should stop by. Uh, And if you need that reminder, again, PCPro.com slash subscribe is where you can go fill out your name and email address, get on that mailing list, and I will be sure to send you a note. uh, 30 minutes, 60 minutes, something like that before we actually start the stream. Uh, But let's go ahead and dive into our stories this week. We had some... It was a modest week, I'll say, mm-hmm. of news. Uh, we make the best of what we can. For example, Ken wrote up a story on the Main Gear Pulse 17 gaming notebook. This is actually a machine that we have to admit we've had here for quite a while. and We were trying to figure out when, how, when and how we were going to get the review done. Uh, and we ended up doing it. It is a... Fairly thin, I would say. Actually, it's, it's, a, it's a really thin laptop for the specifications that you have here. It's a 17 inch screen, 1080p resolution. Um, it has, uh, what's the GPU in this, Ken? It's the uh, uh, 765. 765, the GeForce GTX 765M. Um, you know, it, it, if you look at it, you look at this picture here in particular, this is the Asus G750JX, which is a late last year uh, gaming laptop. Clearly, these are different classifications of products, right? If you look at the thickness here versus the thickness of this machine, in terms of portability and size and weight, it's going to be a, a tremendous difference here, right? This has a, this still has a Core i7-4700HQ processor, has the 765M GPU, uh, but it now ships actually with the 870M, so even a little bit better than that. Uh, it's provided as a, a one-terabyte hard drive, spindle drive, as well as two 128-gig MSAT SSDs in RAID 0, or Super RAID 0, if you just want to use the marketing term. Super RAID 0. Just RAID 0. But it's super. What's super about it? The RAID. It has pipes. It could have heat pipes. could have super pipes. It's optimized. If you if you get our point here. Hmm? um I mean, it's fairly light. Ken, you, you're, you're the one that, that took this around and, and lugged it with you and stuff. I mean, did you find it overbearing to carry around? I think physically, size-wise, it, doesn't, it probably won't fit in most backpacks.
3: You know, it was lighter than Ken's typewriter that he carries around to write poetry.
2: <laughs> yep.
0: Jing. <laughs> uh, RGB backlit keys it's a steel series keyboard. I, I don't think this is a surprise, right? This is an MSI built machine, right? The main gear doesn't actually manufacture it. This is an OEM deal. Um, so it shares some of those traits that are actually pretty good. MSI gaming notebooks have uh, a pretty good reputation at this point. Um, You've got – connectivity-wise, you've actually got quite a bit considering the thinness of the design. Gigabit Ethernet, full-size HDMI, two mini DisplayPort connections, uh, two USB 3.0 connections, and then your audio connections. You've got two more USB 3.0 connections on the back for a total of four. You've got SD card, power. I think that's a pretty good mix for the size laptop that it is. Um, performance-wise, it is – pretty good right if you look at this like we're just looking at our 3d mark result here if you look at the firestrike results it is uh, faster than msi ge40 which uh used a slightly lower i think it was the 760 mobility gtx gpu in there while the uh, asus g7 uh, g750 uses a gtx 770m right so it's you know it, it kind of falls right in the middle there where you would expect but i, I think it's Really competent gaming performance, again, for the form factor that you're getting it in. Uh, you know, we're able to run Bioshock Infinite at 1080p at like 45 frames per second. Grid 2 and Battlefield 4 at over 30 frames per second at 1080p at the highest quality settings, right? You scale that down, you're going to get higher frame rates, uh, you know, if you want to target uh, you know, towards 60 or something like that. I think it's a an impressive build machine it's it's expensive right these gaming laptops always are and when you get into thin and lights of any category of laptop you're going to pay a little bit more for it uh, this one uh, starts at $2,199 Ken has it here at about $2,400 as it was configured you know uh, configured as the way we reviewed it so you are paying a, a premium for the kind of thinness of the design considering the asus g 750 jx is like under 1700 dollars so depending on what you want if you want a more powerful gaming machine but you're okay with the heftier size and you know whatever that means for you if you take this laptop around campus or office or even if you just hate lugging up and down the stairs um you know you're gonna you have trade-offs with all these machines so
3: yeah, except that when you're paying twenty five hundred bucks for a laptop, you think back to nineteen ninety six and say, "Hey, that's the minimum price for a barely competent desktop."
0: Yeah, no, I, I and it's a high thing, and it's small. It is even it Ken is, can carry it. Even Ken can carry it. Even Ken could. Yeah, I don't know if it would fit in his messenger bag, but he says no, it wouldn't fit in his messenger bag. So. Uh, so check out that review. It is up on the site now, Mangear Pulse 17 Gaming Notebook. Uh, by the way, that orange color, uh, let me go back and find one of these pictures for it, was specifically selected for me as it is a uh, match of Bengals orange, Josh.
3: Oh, I thought it was just there making fun of you being a ginger. Uh,
0: maybe that's that my assumption. Maybe that yeah. too, but uh, they asked me what color I wanted, and I obviously I should have said Kentucky blue instead of Bengals orange, but right. they did. But I had to send it back anyway, so it didn't really matter. Oh. Good luck reselling that color, I guess. Ha-ha! <laughs> Fooled you. Yeah. Uh, next up on our list of content, the Corsair Carbide Air 240 Micro ATX case. A Micro ATX case. I feel like it's been a while since I've... I guess it, What was the last Micro ATX case we had? That was the Corsair 250? Was that a Micro? That was Mini, wasn't it? Uh, mm. There was Corsair had a micro like the 350D. Yeah, 350D. how about the 350D? We'll go with that. Yeah. Um, it, it seemed in recent months that mini ITX is all the rage, right? Like mini ITX is like where all these new cases were coming out with. Sure. Um, micro ATX kind of felt like it uh, was kind of being pushed away or forgotten. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would say that same thing in terms of motherboard support as well. You either had a full size ATX board. Or, you know, like a fancy one in the ATX size, or you had a fancy one in the ITX size, you didn't really necessarily find the micro ATX form factor uh, very common anymore. Um, the but car- now... But now, the Carbide Air 240 kind of brings it back again. And if you look at the design, it looks just like the Air 540, uh, which was a very, very popular case. I mean, I remember we walked around QuakeCon uh, at the BYOC, and... First of all, I was there was blown- a significant number. Yeah, I was blown away by how many Corsair cases there were in general at QuakeCon, um, but even more so about how specifically popular the 540 was. It was moddable. Um, you know, I saw people like take out those uh, like these fan, uh, the grills, and pair, paint them like, paint separately. Different colors. And- yeah, it was really cool looking. Um, and if you see them, let's see, I'll skip down here to the bottom. You can see them side by side, the 540 and the 240. You get an idea of, of what you're looking at here. You get the same uh, dual compartment configuration, but it's a smaller size, right? So uh, what does and that Ken, mean? Ken has built quite a few
3: of the, the bigger ones, right? And, and how is the accessibility of this?
0: It's just as good. Yeah.
4: That's awesome. He, he said. He yeah. said it's
0: just as good, and like the the two compartments actually make a noticeable difference in kind of the usability of it.
1: Yeah, with that giant space in the back where the PSU goes, it looks like you can reach through uh, at least before you put the PSU in mm-hmm. to help with the cable management and that, as opposed to yeah. cutting yourself to pieces trying to reach in through the front.
0: It's still got a big window on the side, which I like, is kind of like the window that almost takes up the full door, uh, you know, width there. Uh, and then you look at the back, you can see here's the power supply on this side and then your actual components here. Um, fan filter on the back for your power supply air intake, and there it is with the door off. And you've got your power supply, you've got your SSDs up here, and then your hard drives back here. So your storage and power and your cable clutter kind of end up on this back side. Uh, and then while the front side here is very neat and clean, right? And we don't spend, trust me, we don't spend any time on these, like making them look pretty before we take photos because no. we consider that like feature of the case. Are you making this easy for us or mm-hmm. not? And if you look here, they made it very easy, right? that That's a very clean looking system and that's what the window looks at, right? Yep. Um, the hard drives uh, come out the back. You've got room for three... Uh, three and a half inch drives. How many uh, SSDs? You have room for three SSDs as well, but it's kind of cool. If you look at, so this is the top of it. Like you could take the whole panel of the top off. Right. Uh, and you have room here. This is the what included fan. And then this is the fan we mounted on there with the H80 water cooler.
2: Okay. So room but for an you have room fan. for
0: 120. And I like these rails. Let me see if I can let me make this picture bigger here. Uh, if you look at these rails, they're, they're they're not just holes, right? So you have a little bit of flexibility to slide oh. that fan back and forth. right? Okay. We didn't have to – like if you look here, there's, there's two fans in the front of the right, case. Right, right, right. And you'd probably have to remove that one in order to get this heat sink and fan kind of moved all the way to the front of the case. But because we had that flexibility, we could just kind of put it in the middle. Yeah. And it all worked. Um, and then also up there, you can see there you've got access to the SSDs up top, which I think is – it's not necessarily handy, but it's not a problem because there's only two thumb screws to take off the top of the case. Yeah,
2: it's way better than like having them slid into old old style drive bays where the yeah. motherboard video cars get in the way and you can't yep. pull anything out the back. And you're... these are
0: completely toolless. Yeah. so they got tool three toolless two and a half, three toolless three and a halves Yeah, uh, and and I think it works out really well.
2: Is there and, are there backplanes? No. no. Oh
0: no no backplanes. It's just a tray. And uh, you slide it down in there and you connect your SATA power and data. Okay. And then the SATA goes through the grommets to the front and, and it's all it's all nice there. They did have – they even have like a um, screwless uh, retention for the add-in cards, hmm. right? So you just pull that – pull this kind of door back and open it, install your card, and then slide it and it kind of locks and latches into place. If you want to add a screw, you can for extra security if you're like shipping it or something. The other interesting thing about it, right? So first of all, here's a 295X2 installed in it. Right. So micro ATX motherboard, micro ATX case, 295X2 <laughs> big with a big card. video card installed with that with that water cooler in there. And it fit. Um, the only thing that I th- found I don't know, it's, it's not bad. It's not the only thing. So the the feet here, these black rubber feet, they come not installed. Yep. And the reason is is that you can choose the orientation that you want with the case. So if you Because post- it's a choice. It is a choice. Yes.
1: <laughs> <Ba-doom-tsh>.
0: <laughs> yes. So if you look at it in, in this style, right, you've got the window to the left, and I have the feet installed on the bottom right here. However, you could choose to have the feet installed uh, on, the on this side and have the window be the top, which is very reminiscent of the 250D, I think, which was a mini ITX case from Corsair that had the full window up top. Yep. Right, very similar design to that, and the Corsair logo at front here actually will rotate as well. Like you push it out and rotate it, and push it back in, so the Corsair logo is still, still there. All right, so I mean that works. Yeah, and I and I think they said there was a third position.
2: Like Maybe they if you want it upside down, three,
0: you can make it upside down with the window on the right. That seems nuts.
2: Well, if your if your PC is on the left side of your
0: yeah, but now your stuff's upside down.
3: But but now you're just head. trying yeah, to be BTX.
4: Yeah, that's just BTX.
0: Yeah, and that how'd that work out? Well,
4: um, I don't know. Well, Alan has an inverse a, inverse ATX case on his. I desk. do, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Miley and my way. Yeah, but they're they're not BTX anymore. They do exist, but the branding
2: disappeared.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, it is micro ATX, so you're, like you're somewhat limited there. But um, you know, you, there are still micro ATX boards that do SLI and Crossfire, right? Yep. So if you want two GPUs, you can still do that. Uh, you can see there's there's room here uh, on the backplane. For it, we've got a – I think this is when we had our 780 or Titan just, or whatever Just enough still, room. Just enough room. Right? I mean, that's <laughs> the, the micro ATX form factor is kind of kind of built for. Yep. Um, and we were able to fit a full-size power supply in there. And because of the two compartments, you don't have to worry about, like, the connectors – Backing up into, like, hard drive cages. Yeah, there's nothing nothing ahead of that power supply, right? There's nothing. There's there's nothing there. So you
2: could potentially put, like, a 1500 in there. Right, and
0: if you look at this picture, right, so the the power supply, it's a 1,000-watt Corsair power supply. It's a beefy power supply. You can
2: go even bigger with that.
0: You can go way bigger than that, yeah, right, if you wanted to. You could put in a 1500-watt power supply for whatever reason. Yeah, that's cool. And do that. And, you know, this, this area would be a little bit tighter, a little bit messier.
2: I mean, it's really kind of like two cases,
0: it is, but right? it, just yeah, two they,
2: layers, right? But and, just and I think put them sideways.
0: It's nice to work in because because it's side by side, people are less concerned about maybe the width than they are the height of yeah. their
2: case, yeah. right?
0: So it's like okay, it's 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 significantly wider than a normal case would yeah, be, but
2: it's not enormously tall. But it's not and, enormously tall, and yeah. you have room for all of these components, right? Hmm.
0: And and the same thing of all all this was true of the 540, yeah, as well. But now you're just getting it in a smaller package, and it is. Yeah, the 540 was kind of big. It is $89 in black, uh, but it's also $89 in white. I think it was supposed to be $10 more for white, but at least on Amazon and the pre-order stuff, it's uh, 89 bucks each. Also never another since,
3: choice. Ever since – Go ahead. Ever since Ferguson blew up, uh, they you know there's no price difference whatsoever.
0: <laughs> yeah, Amazon's being very cautious now. Yeah, very about, PC about, about their pricing. <laughs> so uh, check out that review. We've got a video uh, as well in it. If you want to see us like kind of walk through the installation or the like the setup that we have installed in it, uh, I would check that out. It's it, it's a really good case, um, and micro ATX is kind of like. Do you want a micro ATX or not? That's kind of like the defining thing there. But uh, good, good product. Up next, Angelbird SSD. And never heard of it? Me neither. Um, yep. So Angelbird is a brand. They're a vendor. They're a reseller. They're a manufacturer. They've been around for a while too. And they've apparently been around for a while. They're an mostly a- overseas. Austrian company?
2: Uh, yes.
0: I, I originally was going with Australian. No. But it turns out they're Austrian. Austrian.
2: Okay. Yes. So and they also spell their SSD funny because it's WRK. This one is WRK. They've had other SSDs. Okay, had a- that's
1: a lousy Chocobo impression.
2: Yeah, I know. Basically.
1: Come on. It was. Wark is the Chocobo noise. And they're Angel Bird. I keep, try, I keep hearing Final Fantasy noises what, in my head what, every what, time I read wait, the Angel Wait a bird. minute. Hold Hold
4: on. On. Jeremy played a console game ever?
1: <gasps> yeah, there was a time when you know uh the PC was freaking expensive.
2: That was the Chocobo Apple. noise.
0: Hmm. Interesting, interesting. Interesting.
2: Um. Anyway, anyway, yeah. It doesn't make noise. It's an SSD. Ooh, good point. Uh, yeah, it's quiet. Um, so this one uses the Silicon Motion controller. It's actually this is the
0: first time we've looked at it. Yeah,
2: first Silicon Motion controlled SSD we've looked at. Uh, so that controller itself is pretty good. Um, this drive, we tested the half a terabyte model. Um, the write speeds. Twelve gigabytes. Well, yes. Just saying. Um, give or take twelve gigabytes. That was close. Um, so the controller's... Pretty speedy on writes. Uh, I think it was kind of flash memory limited on the... Or, sorry, pretty speedy on reads. I think it was me- flash memory limited on the writes. Okay. Because um, the, if you look at their specs, it kind of just progressively drops on the write speeds, right?
0: Yeah, that's... Yeah. So the 512 has like is like rated at 445 megs, yep. 256 rated at 297, 128 rated at 149 no, so
2: megs. So what we've seen lately is you have SSDs with... Uh, Higher die counts and smaller dies, like smaller capacity dies, like 64 gigabit instead of 128 gigabit. Well, this is using 128 gigabit through the through the whole line. Through the whole line. Yeah. Yep. Just because of the kind of flash memory it's using, it's using uh, micron flash, which is just your standard like sure micron 20 nanometer IMFT flash off the shelf, kind of off the shelf. They're packaging it themselves, but it's the dies or you know wafers they're just buying them. Um. So because of that. It has a relatively low die count. That means that the write-speed fall-off happens going from half a terabyte to a quarter of a terabyte to yeah. your 256, right? That's where it starts to fall off. And then from there to 128, it's even worse. That's why the fall-off is it's doing so poorly on writes by the time you get down to the, the lowest capacity. And then to go along with that, the pricing is kind of like, eh, Like, the pricing is good, relatively good, for the 512 gig model, but then it ramps up as you go down in capacity which is okay but mm-hmm. when you combine that with the write speeds tapering off yeah it kind of is like well you know you'd you'd sooner want to go for for a 256 or a or a 128 you're probably just going to want to look at Marvell you know yeah. like Crucial SSDs that are going for much cheaper that sort of thing those
0: SSDs don't open like cigarette packs that's true that's right, true. Which is, is probably the coolest part about the drive, to me, was just so the way it when, looked. When, when you get that
3: SSD, do you first have to take it out and do uh, that's, this that's, before you install it?
2: Yeah, that's kind of how we had to open it, at least. Yeah, um, There was a couple of set screws, and then uh, just the tray slides out. So
0: like this, on this picture, uh, it's it's a little bit hard to see. like a little kind of hard to, to know what you're looking at unless you've seen it. But this white part is the tray that you see here, and this is all the SSD is. Yeah, but it, it's still it's like well, it turns out that there is no form factor like that, so we'll just put. And Do it they in just put you know. loo-
2: the loose screws in there? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> were just loose screws in the tray. In <laughs> That's uh, I just had to dump them out from the end. <laughs> um, no, but I, I was impressed with just the build of it. Right, it's a solid extruded aluminum shell designed by Apple. In it's Austria. it's <laughs> sort of like an Apple kind of design, right? It's like r- nicely Austria. done, right? Austria, yeah. Um, I was looking at like their production process. They use vapor phase soldering, which is like really crazy up there tech soldering. Sure. Basically it's a way to solder all the components to a board like at once without like barely exceeding the melting temperature of the solder. Okay. Like you're basically only taking it to the melting point and you solder everything. So the idea is you don't potentially overheat all the other stuff. So instead of a burning hot solder bath yeah. wave machine, you're Yeah. Yeah, it's basically uh, everything is kind of already tinned with solder and then it's just like a vapor, uh, phase change vapor that is only changing phase at the temperature that melts the solder and no higher, right? So it's like, and that's a tricky thing to do. It's like, I would imagine it costs more to make SSDs that way, Yeah. right? Maybe that's part of the reason why the price is a little bit higher. Well, I mean, you know, it's got to pay for it, I guess. But, uh, you know, theoretically it'd be higher quality solder joints and stuff.
0: When you, when you look at the controller itself, is it – let's look at the 512, the one we actually reviewed. Right. And, and, and performance-wise, where does it stack up in kind of like the other controllers, right? And we, we know about the fall-off now, but if you, if, you, if you happen to get this controller in its best
2: performance characteristic. Yeah.
0: Or its best setup, rather, how does it look?
2: So on sequential reads, it's like super fast. Okay. I don't know what trickery they're doing, but that's the fastest sequential reads we've seen on SATA from any controller. Okay. Alright. And granted not by much, but because like everything was we thought was already saturating it. But this managed to get like another ten meg per second out of it hmm. somehow. Okay. Right? Um, so that was pretty good. Uh, but on like raw IOs per second, like on IOMeter testing, it's kinda I mean, it's still decent if you compared it to uh, you know, say last generation's SSDs, it would wipe the floor with them. So but by current generation SSD standards like eight fifty Pro and you know, Intel SSD M550, 730 yeah. and M550. It's kind of runs along the bottom of the pack, okay. right? Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's it's good, but it's not so good. So I would say it's kind of like middle of the road by current fire breathing SSD standards. Okay. You know.
0: <coughs> and you mentioned that the pricing. So at the 512 gig model is supposed to have an MSRP of 300 bucks.
2: Yes, 300 bucks. And this is a
0: product. Is it for sale in the U.S.?
2: Will it's it supposed be, for sale to be. In the It's US? supposed to be. Yeah, okay, but it's not yet. Whatever it is, we're not, we haven't found it anywhere yet. Yeah. But it's they're supposed to. Like that's why they reached out to us and they want us to review this because they're trying to expanding. Push yeah, they're trying yeah. to expand out to the U.S. Five hundred twelve gigs for three hundred bucks is fifty nine cents a gig. Yeah, it's it's
0: again it's kind of middle of the road. This seems to be the our thing this week with another drive that we have review on for
2: next week. Yeah, um, that is. I mean, if you're gonna launch, it's like if you're gonna launch an SSD now. You're going up against, you know, forty, forty-five, fifty cents a gig, right? and
0: especially if you're looking at the SATA interface, yeah, where differences in performance are harder to come by than they were. Right, it's just a couple of years. They're ago. really
2: all getting to the point where. Like, if you just did the max theoretical math, like, what's the most 4K random you can get out of something on that much bandwidth? Mm-hmm. Like, and what's the max speed sequentially you can get with that much bandwidth? Like, all the SSDs are just kind of, like, hitting the glass ceiling. They're they're all right. hitting the top, huh? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Interesting.
2: Yep. I mean, we knew it was going to happen, but, you know, now that it is happening, it, trying to come out with something new... It's tough. It's really tough. To, to yeah.
0: suddenly be, like... Like we said, Angelbird not new, but they're maybe they're new to us. They're probably right. new to most of the people listening or watching this. Um, so it's hard to kind of come in and say, uh, "Hey, look at us! Look at us! Look at us! We're just like everybody else." Yeah, it's a tough it's a tough argument to make, right? Unless and what you can compete on is price, and that is when you're a small company competing with Samsung and Crucial.
2: Yep. Uh,
0: it's even tougher. <laughs> yep.
2: Well, so. Angel, Angel Bird is, is like, if you look at their previous products, like they're tailored more to like enterprise E kind of stuff, Macintosh market okay. kind of stuff. Um, they make a pretty awesome looking external um, eSATA or USB 3.0 SSD. That's like in a solid block of aluminum. It looks like they took a Sandforce SSD and put it in a really <laughs> thick block of aluminum that you yeah. could probably run over with a car and it would be just fine. That's <laughs> true. Um, that, well, you know, we'll, we'll try to go for that next. But, you know, they kind of tailor to more the... Sure. Uh, whatever you want to call it. Plus, I think there's a positive.
0: Where's, what kind of SSD do you have? That's crap. Mine is made in Austria. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Oh, no. German engineering. The parts will be so difficult to find. That's right. That's if you true. Have to,
0: if you have to repair it later, man, that mechanic is going to get you. Hmm. Just saying. Uh, So check out the review. It is on the site as well if you want to learn more about Angel Bird and the Work SSD. Yep. But it's spelled without the O. Jeremy, how do you say it?
2: That's that's how you pronounce work? Is that the sound that they made?
1: Apparently that's the sound. Well, everyone refers to it as a work. I don't know why because that does not sound like a work to me. But
0: You're right. It doesn't. It's
4: it's
1: vernacular now.
2: SSD Work. (laughs) <laughs> this is the work.
1: It is working.
0: back uh, work. Next Until up, Lee, <laughs> Lee. 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 <laughs> Lee wrote uh, part one of a review, rather, of the Cooler Master Half Stacker 935. What is that? What is that? What is? Is anybody? None of you guys have used this. I've,
2: oh wait, is this what Maury had? At uh, no, he no? Didn't, no, he didn't have this. this. So this is a
0: modular case system built by Cooler Master. If you look at this picture right here, um, the Stacker 935 is a combination of the 925, and the 915R. If you look on the right hand side, you've got three 915s, nine or three 915s stacked to kind of make one system oh. design out of it, right? Okay. So what's interesting about this is that, like, if you look at the, at the, at the 935 or wait, the 925 wait. here... Where's
2: the motherboard go?
0: Well, see, if you look where the video card is, it's a mini-ITX platform oh. on that particular design.
3: Yeah, but on the second one, it's got a CPU installed right below it.
0: Look, look at that tower. This right here? Is this yeah, is two a, systems, isn't it? No. There's systems. Systems.
4: too many drives for an ITX motherboard, so it would have to be.
0: It's probably two yeah. systems. Yeah. There's yeah. power control. supplies. It's,
4: it's only one
1: power that supply. That is certainly
0: a tower. Yeah, I only see one power supply. Yeah. yeah. Mm. There's
1: not one behind the uh, Radeon?
0: I'm confused by this. Well, the motherboard would have to be behind the Radeon. Um, the, the idea is, so, I mean, if you just read Lee's example here, the, the Stacker 935 case consists of two pieces, a 925 mid-tower enclosure, and a 915R mini-ITX case stacked together. The 935 comes with a 915 mounted on the top, but you can swap them around. So you could put the smaller part on the bottom. Okay. And so somebody like you, Alan, if you look at this top part, you want a lot of hard drives. Right. You can just add another one.
2: I want more than and that. Okay. And the benefit okay.
0: is there's you can pass stuff between the cases.
2: Okay. So the bottoms
0: and tops come out. Yeah. So like up here if you wanted to put a bunch of radiators up top, you could absolutely do that and leave this whole section radiator free as long as you had enough tubing and whatever to sure. to get between it. Right? Um
2: this is the exact opposite of the case we just talked about by the,
0: the way. Yes, if the 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 Air 240 was like small compact but yeah uh-huh. compartmentalized. This is compartmentalized.
2: But it goes but way big vertical.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like. here you can see this is a 915, a 925 and then a 915. Okay. And they have different 915, so the R versus the F um de- defines yeah. kind of what characteristics there are in it like sure. More hard drive cages, yeah. more more places for fan mounts, radiator mounts things like that. Go ahead, Jeremy.
1: Yeah. And then the nine, yeah, F has a chunk cut out of it so that you can put in a really large heatsink.
0: sink. Oh, so they swap the PC PSU okay. around
1: to the front. Yeah. Now you can mount a, a, an enormous heatsink or slap a radiator or whatever you want on there. Whereas the R gives you the more, uh, mounts for hard drives.
0: Interesting. Interesting. So there's okay. like this example photo, this is mini itx case. It's actually kind of interesting even in and of itself because the motherboard is mounted on the bottom and the, Power supply above it, which Ooh. you don't often see uh, in those
2: case designs. It be kind of tight for the – is it assuming water cooling maybe? No. Uh, it's kind of tight for the heat no, sink. No, it's just yeah, tight. That's true. It, it could assume water
0: cooling as well. Maybe that's kind of one of the restrictions. So you couldn't have a tower heat sink on that one. You're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right there. You know, they're giving you examples of kind of like how the airflow designs. And again, this all differs because of the different configuration options. Um, so it's kind of like build your own case. It is like build your own case, but yeah. you need to be prepared to build a big case. Yeah. <laughs> With it, right? Like you you need to have like a specific goal in mind. I saw several of these at QuakeCon as well. Um, <clears throat> wasn't that one that had the gears in it, like the pistons in it that, that you was- liked? I think that was built on this. Yeah. I'm, I'm not 100% sure. But yeah, I think guy, like all of that was in the top
2: part of it, and then he had actual camshafts from an engine rotating on yeah. the top of a case. That's yep. pretty crazy.
0: So you know, Lee goes over the uh, like the 925 case, which you can just buy by itself if you want. You don't have to get into the whole stacking phenomena.
2: Sure. Right. So it's good uh, for you know you want to buy that case and you want to expand it later.
0: Yeah, like say if you yeah. buy this case now and you, and you kind of fill it with what you want. Uh, actually, let me go back here. This is the bottom of the case, and notice that there are these big rubber grommets on the bottom. Yep. Which you don't see in any other cases. This is so you can pass things between You want to stack a case underneath? Now you can pass things through. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it, it's it's a really interesting idea. the The issue is, I think, is that it's going to be very niche, right? Like, how many how many? Yeah, people I mean, really, so like, to do so this?
2: how do how does the money stack up when you try to? Like,
0: well, let's not talk about the money part yet not yet I'm sure it's not i'm sure it's not cheap um, so the 915r <laughs> for example one of the stackable parts mini itx one five and a quarter three three and a half, three three ssd bays um, It gives you the air cooling system configuration liquid cooling 120 140 240 280 and 360 times 2 Whew. optional right so like if you don't like some of the some of these little parts you would maybe never install motherboard in. Right. Only install hard drives and radiators and all that kind of stuff. right? And it's funny is because this is part one of this story because um, he spent – Lee spent so much time kind of going over, like, here's the different configuration options. Oh, wait a minute. Um, the pricing
2: isn't, like, that bad. No, it's not that bad. But if it, it really this picture
0: here bad. shows the 915R from the 915F. You get an idea. I, I think R kind of does require water cooling, and F maybe does nah. not that has the power Actually, supply here in you the go. front uh you here is a list of the major differences power supply located in the back versus the front one removable three and a half inch cage two dedicated cages One ninety two nanometer intake cpu cooler height up to 80 millimeters cpu cooler height up to 170 millimeters hmm. right those are you know can mount two sets of 120 140s or one set of 120 140s right so um, depending yeah. on what you want
2: to do. On the last page, there's a pretty good picture of the 915F with components in it. You scroll right down a little bit. Uh, yeah, right here.
0: there. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. there they have the yeah. 915F with a 295X2 in it's it. It's kind of a nice layout. Where do you plug that in? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, it's well, very energy efficient because there's no plug-in.
0: Well, uh, so, okay, the power supply is up front. Yeah. And my guess is that the uh, power cord either comes... Top, like it wraps around up top and goes out back, or it comes out the bottom in there. But yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're right. That that would make more sense.
2: It probably comes with an extension. Well, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't have to buy the nine twenty five. You can just get three 915s and make a system or two out of it, or whatever. Or or you could get two like.
4: For the If you scroll up and the one with the 295X2 installed, what if you actually yeah, want don't some hard drives installed in that? You add one on top That's and true. some hard drives and, in and, and this is How two systems, the damn USB right? ports
3: on
0: the top don't work? <laughs> <laughs> Could be confusing that way. Uh, so what did you find under the pricing? So the 935, which is a combination 925 so the, and a single 915, is 170 bucks. Yep.
2: Yeah, that's and then it. if you want to add more, it's like either 60 or 70 bucks. And you can four. just
1: keep going. Yeah, so yeah I mean... To the other modular one yeah. we saw, the Level 10 from Thermaltake with BMW. Yeah. It's a bit cheaper.
4: Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. Just a wee yeah, bit. It's just a little yeah. cheaper than that, yeah. So where do you think yeah. the break-even is on, like, center of gravity as to how many of these <laughs> you could stack up?
2: Well, as long as you don't lean it at all. Uh, yeah. You put a kickstand. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Put a 1,500-watt power supply on the bottom. It'll be fine.
0: Yeah, just put, like, three fifteen hundred 1,500-watt power supplies in the bottom. Get cable extensions to take them up as you go. A bunch of hard
4: drives in the bottom.
0: <laughs> no, put the hard drives at the top so that when they yeah. fall, they've traveled it's the most it's distance it's possible. Biggest
2: crash possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like That's this
0: demo want. right here, right here, with right. these nine hard drives up top. If I'm not hitting 1,500 Gs, I'm not happy, pretty much. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, check I mean, out check out that review, which is um, cool. and we'll have part two up this week as well, uh, where he goes into more of the installation of specific components and performance characteristics of, uh, of the, uh, nine thirty
2: five. And then he's going to put the three of them together, and then he's going to use one of those power supplies and arc weld them. So yes, yeah, so to worry about taking them apart. There you go.
0: And plus they're plastic, so that'll be interesting.
2: Oh,
3: yeah. oh, So we've only just gotten through our reviews. Yeah. I thought this was a light week.
0: Uh, it will be. Just you wait. <laughs> right. I've heard that before. Just you week. wait. So uh, we have an EVGA contest again. Oh, and we have a winner from last week. Uh, let me look up here. Uh, we, I will give the first name and last initial. Brian H. is the winner of the 1,000-watt EVGA uh Supernova 1000 G2 Power Supply. I've already emailed him this afternoon and got his address and all that information. So congratulations. enough, Laramie, Wyoming, right? Laramie, Wyoming, again, continues to win all of these great prizes. Josh, you should hand deliver that. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Specifically hands. All right. So here's what we're going to do. This week, EVGA wanted to give away mice again. So we have two mice. uh, And we're going to do what I did a couple weeks ago where I'm going to give away one of the devices – one of the mice. Live. Live. For people who, who tune in live for the live stream. Yep. And then we'll give away one uh, you know, for people who download it and listen to it after the fact and they can come register. That's fair. So go to PCPro.com. look for the post that says Podcasters, listeners, and viewers win one of two EVGA Torque X10 mice. There's a form there. It looks like this. It says name, email, and secret word. And again, just like last week, I have not created the secret. secret word yet. And I'm going to look around the room real quick. It's a secret. Bodulism. I'll- and nope, that's hard for that's hard to spell. Uh, so yes. frankly, I'm gonna go with turtles. I like <laughs> turtles. turtles. I, like turtles.
3: I, like turtles. <laughs> I like turtles.
0: Secret word is turtles. Uh, and if you fill out that form right now, <clears throat> only people watching this live stream know what the secret word is. So uh, before the end of the episode, at the end of the episode, I will uh, go through the entries and use random.org and pick a winner. And uh, uh, we will we'll draw your name.
2: So only those people who are live. And if you put it as a comment to that post, you do not win.
0: Yes. People have done that many times. Uh, yeah. But don't do that. And it, once you're entered, even if you don't win the live one, like if you're watching us live and you enter, your one entry there will get you entered for the drawing we do at the end of the week yep. as well. You know, before the next week's show. So uh, check that out. And... Thanks to everybody who watches us live because that's that's fun. So, because- you know,
3: I, I I've never ahead. understood why anybody would want to lessen their chances by throwing a
4: secret answer out. They're just nice, it's giving back internet. to the community. Mm. Yeah,
0: they're better people than you.
4: They
1: figure it's a double bluff from people who <laughs> think they've given them the wrong word.
2: <laughs> turtles. Secret word is turtles. Five bucks as botulism appears as a comment.
0: <laughs> that person will lose if I draw their name. They will lose, true. and I won't feel bad about it, Josh.
1: Uh, so unless they, I got the botulism from eating bad turtle, that mm, might come.
3: Yeah. Maybe they just got rid of some wrinkles. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 well,
0: that, get that's shots what Botox your, is. Yeah,
3: Botox.
2: Botox is botulism. 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 Uh, I get it. I get it okay
0: this is why i make this face all the time uh let's move on to uh some news stories uh i know josh is in a hurry he's got a date tonight so we want to talk about some of these things uh richard huddy yep friend of the show. i was he beat me to it i was (laughs) just like great (laughs) wow good that's on the video only no audio references to that (laughs) uh video only
2: Mm. go on
0: so Richard Huddy, friend of the show, came out to visit us a couple, I guess it's been a month or more now, a couple months ago, two months ago, something like that. Came out to the show, uh, did an interview here, very good interview, yep. very informative, mm-hmm. interesting stuff, uh, started some crap in the industry, which is always amazing and fun.
2: We to, love to crap in the of. industry.
0: Um, he was out talking to some, some people at SIGGRAPH, which is a uh, more of a professional-centric graphics event uh, up in the northwest yep. region of this country. Which is the United States, by the way. It
4: was in
0: Canada. It was in Vancouver. (laughs)
4: That's
0: not the United States. Oh, damn it. Uh, It's still in the Northwest.
1: totally not invited, by the way.
0: Yeah, it's weird. Um, So he was up, and he talked with TechReport about FreeSync availability. Uh, He apparently said that compatible monitors will begin sampling, quote, as early as September. Actual products are expected to ship to consumers in early two thousand and fifteen. Apparently, more than one display vendor is working on support, although names and vendor specific release windows are unannounced. Uh, as for cost of implementation, Huddy believes that the added cost should be no more than ten to twenty dollars, which is by the way not free it 's true it 's not free sync which which is the whole thing. Never mind. Uh, it was called FreeSync. Uh, of course, final price to end users cannot be derived from this. That depends on how quickly the display vendors expect to sell the product, profit margins, et cetera, et cetera. So it might be even higher. Okay. Uh, if you want to take full advantage of FreeSync, you'll need a compatible GPU. Uh, all future GPUs are expected to support the technology. Well, which
2: one's currently supported?
0: Uh Only the 290, and the 290X, and the 260X currently, currently shipping products will support FreeSync or whatever you want to call it. Um, what about the X2? Yeah, that would too.
3: Okay. Yeah. yeah. What, what about the APUs? It can vary.
0: Well, who the hell would game on that? <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, he doesn't uh, look like he just kicked his dog. And
0: especially, who would game on that? Well, whatever. I, on that's, a free
3: sync monitor that costs $10 more than a
2: usual one.
0: Well, apparently. And will yeah. also be available in 2015. I. We'll, we'll figure that out, right? Um, my guess is any APU that supports true audio um, would support uh, FreeSync. I'm just basing that purely based on specifications that I have seen come in over the last year or so. Um, so, what APU support true audio?
2: So, yeah, how I many? Uh, well, Kaveri.
0: Okay, then I would think Kaveri would support. So, what percent?
2: FreeSync. What percent of current AMD GPU users would you say are?
0: On 290 xs
2: On those cards.
0: The 260Xs? Uh, pretty small. Right? I mean, those are the highest-end parts. Um, hmm. So the majority of people are mine 280s, 270s, or they have HD 7970s or whatever. You know, from from a cost perspective, I think FreeSync will be less expensive than G-Sync in the long run. Once you bought another so whatever video card. Right. But compatibility-wise... NVIDIA wins on that because GTX 650 Ti, Boost, and above all support G-Sync. Yeah. So, and those
2: have been around for and a while. So
0: that's, maybe that's something we'll talk about with Tom on Friday uh, when he's here as well. Again, kind of get into that pros-cons type debate. So uh, apparently Compatible owners will begin sampling in as early as September. Hmm. If I get one here, I will let you guys know when I can, I guess. Huddy uh, also talked about... OpenGL, uh, you know, AMD is big on Mantle. Yep. DirectX yep. 12 came out. Uh, and apparently, again, report at the tech report from Huddy at SIGGRAPH. Um, what does he say here? He says, AMD has given the Chronos Group, the developers of OpenGL, complete access to Mantle to help them integrate it into future versions of the API. I don't take that to mean that Mantle will be part of OpenGL going forward. Yeah, they have the to do that ideas of Mantle... May be part of OpenGL. Okay. The OpenGL. What are they calling it, Jeremy? OpenGL next. Uh, OpenGL next. Yeah. So like.
1: So it's not the 4.5 that was just released. It. It's the upcoming one. And at the same time, I mean, hey, they haven't integrated Mantle and FirePro yet. But that was another thing he talked about. So it's going to be interesting to see how they leverage it in.
0: Hmm. Interesting. This is, I mean, this is more like AMD's kind of out there trumping, trumpeting their horn saying, hey, remember we did Mantle first? Sure. And now DirectX and now OpenGL, remember we were first. Um,
1: oh, and he also claims 75 developers are currently developing on Mantle, which is a fair number.
0: That's a lot, but you don't know Even about if the it's size of those engines. developers or what games they're talking about. Yeah, yeah there's um, 12 yeah, developers from this Zynga. company and 15 Zynga. developers <laughs> from this
2: other game company. You think?
0: Community. Ken, you were going to say something.
2: You were not. It no,
0: was okay. not okay. Um, but take that number for what you will. It's you know, we we will have Richard out here again. I think relatively soon, actually. Um, and so we'll continue to ask these questions. And hopefully, when he does come out, we'll be able to take a look at a sync compatible monitor. We should kind of, go for Friday. Here. We should go for Friday. Call him up. Hey, can you come out can you Friday? You can out Friday, maybe noonish. Yeah, noonish. No, Celebrity we'll death the, match. A, I don't, we're not, no, we're not doing that. Oh. Uh, okay. Wait. Oh. No, wait, I went too far. Um, you did. We already talked no, about this anyway. Chronos announces next OpenGL and releases no, OpenGL. Really? No, the router. Yeah, we did. I, it was a separate story, but that's fine. Let's move on. Asus RTAC87U. Uh-huh. This is a router? Yes. You've seen this funny little picture here? looks badass.
2: That's like uh, yeah. That's it a lot of w- antenna.
0: It has one more antenna than the router I'm currently using and that makes me want to buy it. Right? Um, this is the f- is first wave 2 802.11ac router supporting mu-mimo, multi-user M- mimo. Mu-mimo. No. Mu-mimo. Uh, mu-mimo. So, you want mimo
2: not mimo. The translation of that is it's using two different radios to cover okay. 2.4 and 5 gigahertz. Okay. So since it's using like two completely separate parts, those radios, it's not like one radio that's frequency hopping. So it's not multi-user on 5 gigahertz? Well, I mean, you can have multiple people on 5 gigahertz, but... But the MIMO part. The MU MIMO part? Yeah. The multi-user part? Yeah. Well, that's just like... It's able to talk on 2.4 and 5 simultaneously to
0: okay, you a computer
2: and I, on each at the same time. Alan
0: and I had a discussion about this because MIMO is very specific about it can only really communicate with one client at a time. Well, that's how it routers work. can be configured right? to yeah. work with one client at a time.
2: Yeah, like, like every router anybody has right now, like if you have multiple devices in your house yeah. and they're all using it, it works like a hub. Everybody
0: not, gets all of the data.
2: It's yeah. It's not a switch. It's a hub, uh-uh. huh, right? So you have to time slice. Who's going to get how much of the time? Okay. Right. Um, so if you're downloading something big, and you know you're having to give up some of that time, that air time, to other people on your network. Sure. That's why you don't get so. Those I'm
1: sharing the antennas with everyone on my network.
2: With everyone that can mm. be received by the radio, basically, right. right?
3: Um, yeah, but so, if you if you turn the power up to 120%, you'll make a very, very small
2: wormhole. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, a slightly bigger one with four antennas, like this one. Exactly. But yeah. So the idea is that if you're using two completely separate radios, then it would basically just act like two independent routers.
0: Okay, so when they say multi-user, they really mean two-user? Well, yeah. Because like, if you look at this diagram here, the AC68U, which is the uh, currently shipping router... It is 1.3 gigabits per second, one device only at a time, right? One by one, 11n, right, Three right, by right. three, 11ac, right? Like the 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 full performance is only available to one client.
2: But notice what they're showing in that picture specifically. They're pointing I, yeah. to an n client mm-hmm. and an ac client. They are. Yeah. The n could be on 2.4. The ac could be on five. Okay. So and they're talking to both of those clients at the same time. They're saying multi, I guess, loosely. Like
0: That's that's what I was trying to get at. Like the multi right? user seems to me multi would tend to be more than two, but yeah. I
2: guess technically not. Well, okay, so with with the uh, so, yeah. with a router like the sixty eight U, if you had somebody is uh saturating the five gigahertz band completely, they're downloading something full speed like from a local hard drive on your network a NAS or something. Yeah. Right. As fast as it could possibly go. Now, you still have to share that radio with 2.4 gigahertz as well. So for the router to talk okay. to people on 2.4, the radios have to retune to 2.4.
0: They have to go back and forth? Yeah. Uh, okay. So this is not doing that.
2: This the is not doing that. The new 87U.
0: Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um so it will benefit those users that choose to connect the majority of their network devices via Wi-Fi. However, blah, 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 words, words, words. Yeah, I mean, it is going to benefit you. It's a Quantenna QSR100 chipset to handle the 802.11 AC duties, while Broadcom uh, chipset handles the N-bands. Mm-hmm. So we're we'll be able to do four users, two on well, no, it's, 2.4 it's, uh, and 5 gigahertz AC and two on 2.4 gigahertz and 5 gigahertz N? Maybe. Two-on-two, two, hands of blue? Mm,
2: mm-hmm. Maybe.
0: I don't know. I'm just guessing. Uh, it, this router has 128 megs of memory, or 128 megs of flash memory, and 256 megs of DDR3 mem- of
2: RAM. So that suggests it's probably going to be friendly for uh, the uh, open The router draws people.
0: slightly over 45 watts of power. <laughs> 45 <laughs> watts. That's
3: well, awesome. That Stand at least two, two feet away so for I it. You router. could
0: be irradiated. Oh my uh, Lord. yeah I mean That's a lot of power
2: you know your microwave runs at two point four five gigahertz and uh you know it's a thousand watts so Can we this get is
0: different microwaves this is yeah i know right you would think by now um nope This will have ASUS work firmware uh time machine backup v p n support trend micro a i cloud two u s b storage uh four g three g four g cellular modem internet connectivity uh what yeah, like you can connect it to a cellular modem and then share that off of the router. Oh, okay. Um, it is, however, going to be two hundred and sixty-nine dollars or so when it's available on
2: August twenty-sixth. I think so, that's still cheaper than the Linksys Behemoth four-antenna thing. I think, which is uh, like three hundred. I
0: think that that maybe that one looks just like it was for show, as opposed. No, they made to, it. Is it is it Mimo?
2: No, boring. And it's a radio that doesn't really have support for uh, open-source firmware either.
0: Uh, Uh, Let's see. Anybody anybody else have anything else to say about that router? Let's hear it for uh, non-ionizing radiation. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's my favorite kind. Uh, DDR4, Corsair announced... I guess this answers my question about the NDA thing. Corsair announced Vengeance LPX and Dominator <laughs> Platinum Series DDR4 memory. The wave of DDR4 is upon us. Um, Corsair will have kits available. Uh, let's see. where Do they do they get into capacities and sizes? Here we go. Yep. Um, 8 gig, 16, 32, and 64 gig kits, so 8 by 8 gigabyte kits for 64 gigs of memory uh speeds of 2666 2800 and 3000 megahertz yep um and uh yeah that's uh even its baseline speed it delivers twice the bandwidth with 2133 million transfers per second compared with ddr3 of only 1600 mts per second (laughs) it uses a lot less power not necessarily important for desktop users more important for uh, like laptops and tablets and stuff going forward as well. Sure, it could well. be important to desktop users. I don't really care if my thing's using 1.3 instead of 1.6 volts. Do you?
2: It's watts. Using more watts makes more heat. If
0: my router's using 45 watts, I really <laughs> That's don't true. care That's how true. much. That's true, yeah, the power if loss power, of the RAM. I mean, I don't know what the current draw is, but I'm guessing it's less than the router. Maybe they
2: should move that <laughs> router to uh, DDR4.
0: Yeah. Okay. Save some power.
1: Well, it'd be a, a little more expensive then.
0: Ah, uh, it's true. Yeah, yep. but the the router makes my fillings tingle. Mm. <laughs> uh DDR4 will be able to support 16 gigs per module by next year. Yeah, so yep. in theory we'll be able to have 128 gig kits for the really wealthy. <laughs> for yeah, how much would Ram that disk? run you? Oh yeah, there you go. Get DDR4 good RAM, Ram disk. Yeah. I'd hey, you'd finally SSD, you finally get that 64
3: gig uh, you know, Radeon RAM disk. <laughs>
1: and take yeah. it for a spin.
0: Finally, yeah. a use for that software that AMD launched in 2011. <laughs> it'll yeah. cost the so same... So that's yeah.
1: why they're releasing Radeon-branded memory.
4: Oh, yeah, they're going to release uh, DDR4 because yes. any of their platforms were support it.
1: It'll, it'll cost year. the same see, as flash know. memory
2: cost in the year 2000.
0: So they've got LPX, which is, like, low-profile. You can see this pick here, uh, red and black at least, and then the Dominator Platinum. I still really like that design. Yep. This is the memory you used in that system we took to QuakeCon, right, Ken? Yep. And it's got, like, the white LEDs underneath it. It's 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 unnecessary for most people, but it's I think good looking, it's Ryan. Really good looking, Ryan.
1: <laughs> well, you see the clips on the side there, Ryan. I do. You can remove the the tall part of the heat spreader and replace it with different colors. Yeah,
0: you're right. Yeah, yep. I do. I hope they're selling those by now. But I do remember that being as one of the original kind of discussed features. Um, so that's memory. Uh, we also have prices of memory. Oh, showing up. Uh, Not tree fitty. You- about tree-fitty? Nope. That's, nope. You know, this is still <laughs> well, if you cheaper want the, than DDR3 uh, when it kit. first came out. Or the, sorry, the 16-gig kit. Yeah. What were you going to say, Josh, about, like,
3: DDR3? I, I, yeah. I, I said this is still cheaper than DDR3 when it first came out. Yeah.
0: Is it? I honestly don't remember. But I'm sure it's not great. It wasn't great
2: then. It's um, just that we're buying it in, like, 16 and 32 gig now.
0: So on Newegg, Jeremy wrote this up. Jeremy, what what are we looking at here in terms of, like... Pricing, I see $459 to 499 come up a couple times.
1: Uh, Yeah, well, those are the the 32-gig uh, kits. So, no, I mean, really these are bad. for the guys that have the money, and you get 4, 8-gig a piece. But then again, that is a big selling point of DDR4 is, hey, 8-gig chips, not a problem.
0: 32 gigs of memory for
1: $500? Yep. Uh, On the plus side, it's you know. DDR4-2133, which is... About the same price that DDR3 2133 yeah, would cost right that. now.
0: But keep in mind, DDR4 2133 is going to perform slower than DDR3 2133. Yes. Yep. Because the late- cast is higher. In latency based 15 things. cycles. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And, and from what I'm like reading and talking with some of the motherboard guys about, uh, the. Even though you have those higher latencies, those higher cycle counts, right? Memory is still going to perform better because of that bandwidth improvement you have, right? And apparently, um, the processors are doing different things in terms of trying to hide that latency uh,
2: from so like applications,
0: p- prefetching yeah. better yes. and stuff. And, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Oh, and it's probably more optimized. I think we can assume that the, the new Intel processors are oh, yeah. thinking of these speeds as the starting point. Mm-hmm. Well, twenty-one thirty-three is the
0: base clock speed for DDR four. Yeah, that's like DDR three thirteen thirty-three. Wow, right? Yeah, so, so it can only go up from Sixty-six there.
1: and twenty-eight hundred. I have seen.
0: Are... Have we 3000? overclocked it yet? No, not memory. I've seen three thousand and I've seen thirty-two hundred, but not. I haven't
2: used it. I don't yet. want to see the prices. Hmm.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, they're going to be higher than this. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, the, the 2800 kit uh, is not, it's, a, sorry, an 8 gig kit, or sorry, no, a 16 gig kit, and Corsair's put one out, and it's the 380.
0: Mm, okay, 16 which gigs, is, yeah, right there. Okay.
1: You know, painful, but again, if you're going to pay <laughs> for that extra speed, that's what you're going to see.
3: This is... Yeah, but you can, like, afford a $1,000 processor. Exactly. They will and sell a, a non thousand
0: dollar processor version of this, I assume, right? Like they'll have and a five hundred dollar
3: motherboard, right? No, right?
0: no, there won't be a hundred dollar no. motherboard.
2: No. no, But if no.
0: you buy a five hundred dollar processor and like a two hundred fifty dollar motherboard, yeah, you know, I would hope I would have. If you told me that, I would say I could probably get DDR four maybe for two hundred to two fifty, yeah. which you can. You can get yep. sixteen gigs, but only. Like the thing is, is like that. What am I looking at here? That's dumb. Don't, don't buy know, any two two there? DIM kits, right? These two DIM yeah. kits for the, 2 dollars. Those are the two
1: cheapest ones they had going though, so I had to put them up.
0: Yeah, but keep in mind that that yeah. platform is quad channel.
2: Yeah, exactly. So yeah, you shouldn't, just, so you shouldn't just
0: populate two. I mean,
2: I think it'll work.
0: It, no, it will. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess you could buy more later. It's like SLIing your memory. Yeah. I don't. Well, which is really why it makes case.
1: more sense to spend one hundred and twenty bucks on the uh, Crucial Ballistics. So you get two four gig chips, uh, DDR yes. chip for 2400, yep, and yep. the next time you can scrape up another hundred and twenty bucks. Yeah. Boom, so there,
0: there you, you go, go two hundred and forty dollars for sixteen gigs, Yeah. channel. Okay, that's that's kind of where I was kind of expecting, hoping it to be. Yeah. Uh, I looked on Amazon, and Amazon's prices are way inflated right now. Like because of demand. No, because they're well. Because, because they're not out, no well, it's not really demand like because you can put it in anything. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah.
1: <laughs> first adopters going, oh, no, I want to have this and I'm going to mount it on my wall until I can use
0: it. Oh. Yeah. All right. uh, We got one other thing from Corsair here. The Corsair Commander, which sounds awesome. Jeremy, what the hell is it?
1: Well, this is the way of incorporating Link into your system in more than just the PSU. And before... One of the first comments, of course, is oh, well, Corsair screwed up because, you know, Link isn't addressable by anyone else. If you look at the picture... There are four temperature sensors. Mm-hmm. Now, those temperature sensors will are come with this, and you put them next to a fan, then you hook whatever fan you want up to the, the Corsair Commander, and it will start to be able to control the temperature. So you're not going to have to be shopping for Corsair-branded uh, heatsink or case right. fans.
0: You don't have to. So the Corsair Link digital stuff on this side... Is where, like, if you have an H100i or something, yeah. you connect it there. Or if you have, If you have an AX1200i, I think you can connect it there. No? Yep, They're, you can. Those all use USB. I think they have other connections on them, too. Ah.
1: Well, there is software on this as well. So it does link in that way because that's one of the things with the i-series of Corsair's PSUs is that it comes with software to help you control it. You'll also notice on the far right LED, yep. there is a Corsair-branded link LED strip. So essentially, it's a very, very tiny fan controller which is talking directly to your PSU, your self-contained water cooler, your case fans, and your lighting system. And the the little pieces that they show of the software actually make it look pretty bloody easy to use. Huh. So it, it's interesting. And yeah, apparently they do sell still those memory shrouds. So you can also hook up <laughs> your... <laughs> I haven't seen one of those in forever. With the fans on top reminded, of them and stuff? Oh, yeah, that's yeah, still a thing.
0: Yeah. I might, yeah, I might, I might have to get one of these in because we get questions all the time about like fan controllers and whatnot. And this is something that sits inside your system and then you just have a piece of software that connects to it, right? So,
1: No switches, dials, or anything like that.
0: Yeah, and I, I would
2: prefer that methodology myself. So. Uh,
0: so, if you need a new computer...
2: This is the sexiest-looking computer I've seen in a long time.
0: The Falcon Northwest Tiki-Z. Is that what you're talking about?
2: That just looks awesome.
0: You like this one on the left, don't you? Yeah. With the stripes there? I thought thought you might. I thought you might.
2: I thought you liked the fake carbon fiber one.
0: You might like that, too. Mm -hmm. I like that, too. It better be
2: real carbon fiber at that price. (laughs)
0: The the Tiki-Z Special Edition is the latest custom PC from Falcon. It's a high-end enthusiast system that starts at $5,600, and it manages to pack a dual-GPU graphics card, liquid-cooled CPU, 600-watt power supply, and up to 6 terabytes of storage in a stylish micro tower.
2: Up to? Implying that you have to pay more?
0: Oh, yeah. I, I mean, it says starts at 5600 I mean, uh, starts at... Yeah. So it's got a Titan Z in it, right? Which makes up for a good chunk so, of that So, that's, so that's more that's, than that's half $3, of the a $3,000 video card.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh <laughs> it has a devil's canyon processor 4790k it's got a 600 watt power supply from silverstone an asus z97 i plus motherboard the mini itx motherboard uh it's got a liquid cool and you for
1: get a processor. free gift with it too don't you
2: 60 60- yeah like pride
0: no a
1: 4k and a, monitor and a credit card book. so
2: is that the video card mounted behind that window is that that's the falcon Titan northwest behind? includes the pb
0: 287q 4k monitor yep
3: yeah, a Washington-based hooker will uh, deliver this to your door staff <laughs> pad yeah. for $600. Mm, yeah. I 600, think that's,
2: uh, $600 delivery fee?
0: Hmm.
2: I think that's a Titan Z behind that window. Like, it is. But she
0: doesn't have any teeth, so it's a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: mean, it's a nice layout.
0: <laughs> it's a nice-looking system. Um, I will say, so, like, this is a pretty expensive system, but there was... Who was the other... What was the company that was doing the Origin? I think it was Origin. I don't have a news story up on it, but... um. They had like a deal called 4K for under 4K and yeah. it was a desktop computer. I don't think it was a 4790K processor. I think it was like the they made the 4690K or something, 4770K, uh CPU with a Titan Z. Okay. And the Asus 4K monitor, like the $650 4K monitor. And it was under $4,000.
2: That's not much of a margin, is it?
0: It is not, right? And I th-
2: that's I'm, no bo- I'm that's pretty a,
0: sure. I'm pretty sure. How much sure is that monitor? It's like six hundred and fifty to seven hundred. dollars That only
2: leaves you like three hundred bucks for the rest of everything. So here's
0: Tom's gonna be mad at me, but he's not gonna be here until Friday. I'm pretty sure the Titan Z sales not that great, not spectacular. So you think they're getting them? So way, I think they're like kind of like they're marketing eh, all for this on a special. We get a good guy a discount. We're given like you know they make a, they, their marketing team is amazing, right? They're like four K under four K. That is a sellable thing.
2: You could buy that and part it out and make money.
0: <laughs> well, if you could sell it, if you could sell the Titan, if you C could sell the Titan Z, I guess. Right? Yeah. I mean, good, that's, good that's the issue is I don't think you can actually sell it for three thousand. Good. If point. you look at um, even if you look at AMD's two ninety five X two, it's supposed to be a fifteen hundred dollar video card. Uh, they are running a lot of sales on that over the last couple of months. Um, with like you could you got like a five hundred gig Samsung. 850 or 840 Evo right. SSD with it. Yeah. Um I think maybe the 1500 to $3000 video card market isn't as strong as maybe AMD and Nvidia had thought. Uh, uh, yeah. And I'm not and I'm totally okay with that to be honest with you. Like people if people are smart enough to go hey 780 TI or hey 290X instead, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I have a system sitting over here with three 780 TIs in it. Okay. One of the threes. Well, just rub it in, huh?
2: That's one of rub the threes, by the way. Oh, that's one
3: of the threes. Uh, by the way, my gold-plated case has <laughs> three 780 TIs.
2: Hmm. My Falcon Northwest Tiki edition.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, not so much. Um, in fact, I use one of those for my bidet. So. <laughs> just poop on it. <laughs> <laughs> not the bidet. I just literally poop on it. Um, so, it's water-cooled. If you're interested, like, I think the 4K under 4K is probably a really good deal. It is. Sounds right? like it. It's, it's, if I, you hate wanted to say, to buy I hate all to say that spending $3,900 on a computer is a good deal, but a Titan Z plus a high end Intel, not, you know, Haswell processor, the not the super high end stuff. Um, uh and i mean I that's a smoking a here.
2: that's a smoking deal for
0: let's 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 see what this is real quick so this is okay i'll bring it up 4k under 4k it's on origin it says incredible value right there so you know what to expect you're <laughs> getting it for cheaper than retail um so you're getting a titan z you are getting uh you can get a tool uh, a two 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 titan Zs. kit okay, let's so let's let's go with the starter kit here the cheapest cheapest option here so uh God damn it, just show me the...
2: Uh, 4K starter kit. Can- God
0: damn, yes. Single Titan Z, 4K monitor. <laughs> Some minor. of the ditches. So you can pick a case. Yes, please. I, yeah, whatever. Wait, it's, cool. it's, it's one or, or the other. It's
1: This is oh.
0: So Z97, no. single Titan Z, you're getting a uh, Haswell 4770K, right? So not Devil's Canyon, but the next step down from that. Uh Ooh, I wanted to select that one. With a 4K monitor. No. No. What? That's not
4: under 4K. Titan Z, single Titan Z or single... Single card. I don't think that's a Titan Z then, right? Why wouldn't they say Titan Z? No, it's Z? single Titan
2: Z without the 4K
0: monitor. Well, this says single Titan Z for 3500 This says single card with 4K monitor. Well, let's go to the end and we'll make sure. I guess that would be
1: it. But it's not it's under 4K price. anymore.
0: Oh. Uh, well, now it is. Now They, okay. they applied the discount. Or something so what do you get let me hold on what's in the box What's, what's in the, the box? box? <laughs> uh, add it to my cart yeah yeah sure. hey you get a free origin t-shirt, hey, you, get a t-shirt. you forgot to pick your t-shirt uh no i no, trust me it's cool so rvz01 uh where's our video card here Here's the monitor, the PB287K. So it's
4: stepped down to a 4460. Uh, Titan i5 Z. 4460,
0: a Titan Z. Okay. So you do get a Titan Z, but your processor is a, a core i5 4460.
3: Yeah, and it utilizes integrated graphics for 4K. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and so, you get wooden crate
0: that's, armor.
2: So that's, that's 37, 3800 bucks. That's pretty much how much a Titan Z and the 4K monitor are. Yeah, if you looked Not at retail. Pretty pro- much,
1: that is. If you looked
2: at retail
4: prices, yeah,
2: cool. you're right. Yeah.
1: You Don't losing- forget that last item.
2: Microsoft what? Internet that, that Explorer.
1: Like, you get IE with it. A- wait Ooh, wait man. a minute. You're
4: losing money if you don't buy this. <laughs> oh, man.
0: Uh, where's the quantity? Here we go. <laughs> Ten. Ten. Thank you. Go for it. Yeah. And uh, I'll just go ahead and uh, check out right now. You am going to mine
4: so much Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they got to sign in. Oh, that's unfortunate.
0: Oh, that's, that's an unfortunate thing.
3: And now Ryan gets a call on his cell phone. <laughs> I see that you just placed an order for Ten.
0: $38,000 yeah. $38, worth of computer parts. Is this yeah. accurate? Yeah, yeah, sure. We're um, going to send Guido to come and <laughs> take that money out of you.
2: I think you mean $50,000 worth of computer parts, but okay.
0: Yeah, well, again, you, they're only worth people to pay. I know. So, I still think it's a good deal. If you it is. To, it is yeah, a good deal. If, buff- you were,
2: if you were about to buy, if you wanted to buy a Titan Z and a 4K monitor, then you should buy the right system. now. Yeah, you should but buy. Then the there system. is no reason to not buy that.
4: What about if you just wanted to buy a system and you kind of wanted 4K monitor for productivity, not gaming, and you just sold the Titan Z for whatever it would sell for and buy a cheaper GPU and still hold on,
0: come out ahead? We're not looking at the resale price of the Titan <laughs> Z. Let's move on. Well, why not? You can look and tell us at the end. Um, Josh, me, Via.
3: Yes, Isaiah 2, electric boogaloo. <laughs> uh, so, what yeah, those Centaur guys, they're still actually making processors.
0: Still down there in Austin. And
3: doing the designs. They, they've got quite the patent portfolio. And uh, the dude is pretty smart. And his team is, for the size they are, they, times, they put out yeah. some good products. But... They're still a small design team, and they're attached to VIA. Anyway, uh, they claim that uh, their next Isaiah 2 x86 CPU is going to compete with Bay Trail and Cabini quite handily. However, they're quite lacking in terms of things like TDP. Yes, at the speeds, it's, it's competitive in terms of... You mean we don't know the TDP? We don't. They right? have not... Shown that to us. But uh, previously, they've they've not lagged too far behind. Uh, I think I've got up in my corner up there a a dual-core VIA board that they sent a long time ago. And it competed very well with the low-power parts uh, from AMD and Intel. Right. I mean, it's going to be slower. It probably is going to run a little hotter. Yeah. But they will kind of hook in by possibly lo- offering it for a a lower price so we're gonna have to see um you know it's an interesting product it's got all the bells and whistles that you would usually expect uh, but again we we just don't know what kind of uh, you know speeds and tdps what we're dealing with to get to this kind can of I,
0: performance can i point out something so like this 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 table that uh, Tim put the, Tim did this right. Yeah, Tim did this post. Um, you know, shows those benchmarks and then here's like the specifications and those bunch of question marks. Can I point out that the TDP of the thirty seven seventy is two watts? That's not right, yeah. is it? I think it's supposed to be ten. I'll have to check. Uh, but the th- the Kabini is twenty five watts. Yeah. Do we think Isaiah will be closer to twenty five or say closer to ten?
3: I, I bet they're going to probably have it like 28 watts. They're going to be higher than what AMD is. They're just going to create a new envelope for that. Yeah, It's under 35
4: watts. That's all that matters.
0: <laughs> hey, if you put it on a PDF presentation, that makes it true. It, it, it uh, uses
4: less than my router. That part is 2-watt SDP.
0: Okay, that's 2-watt SDP, but they, did they not list a TDP? Of course not. Yeah, No, I, they I, just do a scenario now. I think it's 8 to 10, but I think there was one of the things where they're like, Don't ever tell anybody that, so oops. Uh, Whatever. Um, Yeah, interesting to see. Hey, I'm all about more options, right? And uh, hopefully this means that we'll have the opportunity to come down and talk to those guys again. And like like you said, very intelligent people, very smart people. Love listening to them, love talking to them uh, and their kind of direction in the processor market. But again, this was back – many moons ago um when about what four years ago and since we last heard from them yeah but even even before that when they were like highly relevant and competitive in those markets uh you know thinking let's go back to uh say uh netbook days right so what 2008 when netbook they're called netbooks ken oh what um they're small laptops They're like, don't worry, they're
1: coming back. Just it's the MacBook
0: Air. I'm sorry, it's the MacBook (laughs) Air. I don't, I don't know what else to say. Uh, (laughs) Let's. uh, Do you have anything you need to tell us? No.
2: What you want to know? Yes. They're going for like twenty five hundred bucks. Okay. Used.
0: Yeah. Well, it will technically be used. It's true. You're not going to get a retail box for it, so there's your options. Let's get into our hardware and software picks of the week. Uh, mine Ooh. is this. It is Corsair Vengeance Memory. This is uh, this is it right here. It looks like regular memory. It just looks like memory. But it turns out it's DDR4. This is Vengeance LPX. Uh, 16 gigs, 4x4, 2800 Did you meters. ground yourself, Alan, before I'm you not, grab, grab that, that from him? I can touch the pens. Watch. Um, if you notice, you won't be able to see this on video, but if you go look at pictures of DDR4 modules, do you see how it bows out in the middle.
2: Yeah, I had a picture of that in the CES. Oh, okay. I, All when right. I covered it. And then
0: the the keying is a little bit different and then the pins are a little bit tall in the middle. Uh, somebody explained to me why
2: they did that. It was um, Cuz they can't there's too many pins to spread at the same time. So. No, uh,
0: there was an electrical reason somebody told me actually. No. Like like performance and, and and it was it was no. improving something. Yeah, it was uh it was Cuz it the looks better Samsung with a donk in the middle. The, You're not hot swapping this memory. No, it was it's so about Signal. I don't know. I'll look it up. I have notes on it. Uh, the Samsung guy I was talking about it. But uh, so on Amazon, this memory has listed at $385. Um, I, you know, let's hope that doesn't stay there for very long. But it looks pretty. This is all the
2: red stuff. But um,
0: yeah. There Basically, there's the like... DDR4 is for sale, everybody. There's all like the twice as many
2: pins. So they ended up making it so that the center so you section... actually... Force it in yeah. without doing 1,500 pounds it, per square so if you, inch. If you, if you it, push it in flat, the center section, which is about half of the, the pins total, this, you know engages first and then the second half, the outer two pins sections. Are these? It's a crap load of pins.
0: Oh, really? something yeah. like that? Well, That's a unit. DR3 like is 240, right? Crap
2: load. It's slightly less than cubic butt ton.
0: No, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Jeremy, give a pick for us.
1: Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who here has been waiting for their entire lives for a lightsaber game? Uh-oh.
0: A lightsaber? No, oh, I've been waiting my entire life for a lightsaber. He wants the real thing. Well, Not a lightsaber game. I, I can game.
1: meet you halfway.
0: I, so I was just hoping
1: for a, a negative test result, for...
3: but that's just me. Yeah. It is yeah. just you.
1: <laughs> But six axe sorry, six sense, which we I've talked about a couple of times before for a couple of other uh, add-ins for the Oculus Rift. Well, now camp. they're using their little stems, the right, uh, right. the Wii wand with actual balls that works. Uh, and they've tied that in to Oculus Rift and put up this little demo, which is completely and totally playable uh, for those of us with a dev kit, too. Name no names. <clears throat> so, fast forward about uh, halfway into it and you will recognize a certain scene <gasps> from the first movie. All you need to do is hook up that is uh, some sort of a battery time, pack or sorry. taser to you, so that yeah. But you no, you, this you isn't going
3: to be the first scene because he had a blast shield; he couldn't see
4: anything.
1: Well, that's our next step. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> you're not using the Force; you're using the sixth sense. Wait a minute, first movie—I don't see Jar Jar anywhere in this scene. He's
1: yeah, <laughs>
2: somewhere. You
4: know,
1: We're—we're—he'll be in there soon, and you can carve him up into little tiny that pieces. That would be
2: nice, actually.
1: But if you look in the corner, you can see the guy actually using it with the rift and. Just looks like is he so
2: throwing up anywhere fun. yet? Because yes, he's standing up. Though you weren't, you didn't get sick when you stood up. I
0: it was I was less, yeah, significantly less. Yeah. Oh, he's gonna get a different color lightsaber. <gasps> he's, gonna oh, oh, he's gonna get. Oh, he's gonna get. He's gonna, is he getting two, getting two lightsabers? Yes, He is getting two
1: lightsabers. Oh, no. And the, up, the yeah. Yeah. and the audio isn't turned up, but it's the sounds.
0: Yeah, I don't have. We don't yeah, have no, the
1: sounds are yeah. bang on, sampled from the movie. Part this part is part. just.
0: And it's he's about ready make to make me cut unbelievably off this jealous of you. Well, I'll throw up into a garbage can and you won't. Feel it'll be
1: so it worth it, though. It no it'll moment. be worth it.
2: Nice. Nice. All right.
1: Josh, um, you're up next.
2: Yep. Me, what am I saying?
1: I don't know. Do don't you have a pick?
2: Know. Words. Pick words. Oh, yeah.
3: Um, A garbage can for my entire office. It's awesome. <laughs> Like no, you, the uh, you know the Corsair H100I. It's uh, apparently quite a good liquid cooler. Not a whole lot of money. Tell us your experiences with it, Ryan.
0: Uh, on a processor, it makes it cooler.
3: Yes, makes it much cooler. <laughs> You'll find out more later.
0: <laughs> what well, was I was trying to overclock? Yeah. Yes, dramatic difference.
2: He was overclocking something without that core on it.
0: Can see this connector right here? Where's that? See that connector? does that look like uh i think look- something else plugs in there uh, maybe uh, maybe
2: their fan controller
0: maybe i, don't I know. think you have to like pl- oh no uh, there's where the fans plug okay. in okay yeah you're probably yeah. right yeah so that must be where the link thing is so you can either must connect be. it to that link controller or just connect it through a usb port anyway sorry josh go
3: ahead uh yeah it's it's it seems like it's a pretty fantastic unit uh got good static Ooh. pressure on the fans uh 99 bucks on sale
0: Ninety-nine bucks. Go get it. Ninety-nine dollar.
2: It's not bad for not having to, you know.
0: Shit, it was ninety-nine cents. Do all
2: sorts of plumbing and water and stuff.
0: Yeah. Yes. it's way easier than what Alan did.
2: Yeah, and mine still runs. And, and still more
0: runs too. Yeah. And Mori.
3: And this one will not uh, destroy your Haswell processor. Yeah, Mori
2: cracks dies and stuff.
4: <laughs> well, you I mean you can't guarantee that it won't break your Haswell. <laughs> if I processor. take my die off and put this cooler on, or my heat spreader off and put this yeah. cooler on it, it'll probably crack it.
0: <laughs> it probably will. All right, last but not least, well maybe least,
2: but last. So, at the beginning of the podcast we talked about uh, Ken lugging around a typewriter. Uh-huh. And instead of doing that, he could lug around uh, this thing. Which is uh? Do you have to swipe? Really? The you, Hanks, you had to go with a Hank. He Hanks didn't have to writer. swipe.
0: He didn't have to swipe the screen.
2: That's uh, what?
0: He didn't have to swipe the thing. He got to the end and he just well, it, it carriage returned yeah. over. That's not a typo. But writer. I think it
2: actually lets you overtype, like you can actually go back. This guy must like, be talking. I don't know. It's he talking. actually does it. Like, see, he overtyped over his letters, and you can actually print it out that way. <laughs> Wait a minute, Tom just, Hanks What? Yeah, Tom Hanks Yeah, wanted Tom, to, Hanks. Tom Hanks likes Tom Hanks likes to write on typewriters Yeah, he likes actual typewriters So why didn't you just buy a bunch? He probably owns every kind He has a lot It's Tom Hanks, he could probably afford all of That's them
4: That's what I'm saying, why did he develop this crappy iP- iPad app? He wanted to Nobody do it on to an write. iPad Nobody He wanted, to you know, and
2: app. apparently it makes all the sounds And like has all the same kind of, you know, effects And if you use a Bluetooth keyboard Then like the keyboard you know, it shrinks down and you still see part of the typewriter on the page.
0: No, but nobody likes to type on an iPad.
1: I used a virtual typewriter before it was cool.
2: <laughs> I kind of like uh, I don't like typing on an iPad mini, but on the full size no, iPad, no. I can type on that pretty quickly.
0: I can t- I can if I have to, but I don't want to.
2: Well, yeah.
0: Does like. it come in Dvorak? I, well, it should be able to come in whatever keyboard style you want because it's software.
2: Yeah, I guess. Right? Yeah. I don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, well, air pick. pink. How much cool. is Tom Hanks' uh, app? It's like a couple of bucks
2: or something. How much is it? Because he needs money. It's not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you know
0: what I'm going to do? I'm going to make some more he money. He does. He does. He totally needs money. He definitely does. Um, So that will wrap up the show. I need to... uh, I'm going to talk a little bit here while I uh, find that post where I can pick a winner for uh, the EVGA Torque X10 mouse that we are giving away. Um, Oops, I need to go to the other style of this. Um, That is the show for this week. If if you're not interested in seeing if you want a mouse, you can go ahead and disconnect now. Uh, If you... Aren't, if you're not watching this live, you can still go to PCPro.com, find the news post that talks about the, the dual mouse giveaway uh, for this week, and sign up, fill out the form. Remember the secret word? We told it to you in the middle of the show. I'm not going to repeat it here. You have to watch the show. Yep. You have to watch the show. Lobotomist. It, <laughs> it's bocce balls.
2: Pucillanimous.
0: I don't like any of those words that you guys are saying. Um, Artfark. <laughs> that too uh, pcpro.com slash podcasts is where you can subscribe to our RSS feeds find all the back episodes uh, and you also have embeds of all of our YouTube videos if you watch the video version of the show we definitely encourage that uh, also uh, pcpro.com slash live is where we record the show on Wednesdays at 10 p.m. Eastern 7 p.m. Pacific and pcpro.com slash subscribe so you can uh, uh, sign up for the mailing list don't forget, NVIDIA will be here on Friday. I don't know if we're going to have stuff to give away, but I'll probably make them find stuff to give away for that. So uh, we will go ahead and wrap up the show. We will see you guys next week. I'm Ryan Schrow. I'm
1: Jeremy Hellstrom. I'm Josh Walrath,
0: And I'm Alan Momentano. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks, Josh's hand.